Hey guys, welcome to Get A Life Podcast Kunai. I'm Tyson, joined by Bish and Joe. Say hi. Hi. What's up? Yeah. At least Bish is more enthusiastic than Joe. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to kind of beat some enthusiasm out of Joe at some point. I don't know. Don't say that because be, beating off Joe doesn't sound right. No, but no. It's, it's just it's a bridge across when they get there. No, we, we, wink, no, we, 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 we're kind of the aggressive senpai, so Joe. So, no, you're the aggressive senpai. <laughs> I'm the cool senpai. I want to be known as the. It, here, it's kind of like good cop, bad cop, and it's just like good cop, sundera cop. Um, so I'm an aggressive sundera cop. Yeah, and and actually no, some actually no. Who's the sundera and who's the yandera? I think I'm yandera. If you really. I, get I, I think I think Kevin is the sundere. Um, say uh, uh, yeah, salutations really to Kevin similar. that he couldn't make it. And what do we call Joe? Uh, the, thing, I think no, no, if, the thing is that kind of proves what proves that Kevin is a sundere was when I sent to him. I was like, "How's a life without your senpai?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." That's really sundere of him. And uh, Kevin, if you're listening, um, you hurt me. <laughs> Help me on the inside. Um, I'm it leaning feels. towards thinking that Joe is a Sundere as well. I don't know what no, I, I don't know I, what brand of Sundere, but I think he is. No, I I'm, think I'm he, not really, I don't really get mad at you guys. I'm really cool. But Sunderas, Sunderas don't get mad. You, re, that's what Sunderas are. It's like, for instance, there is a Sundere in the anime that we're gonna watch. Well, that we've watched. Whoa, whoa. We should probably introduce. Uh, we should probably introduce that yeah, instead of just piling that. up on Joe. So. The show that we're gonna cover today is called Bakatutes Summon the Beasts. And before we start with the actual discussion, Bish has some important words to say. So yeah, Galai Podcast Kunai is a monthly anime podcast where we talk about anime and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's how I'm gonna say it. So we talk about anime and we don't talk about the manga. And you know, for any shows that are based off manga, and yeah, we watch either twelve episodes or up to thirty episodes, and we only watch the first season, and we give our opinions on it and what we think, and who's best girls and all that kind of stuff. We are the younger brother of the original Get Life podcast, so go check that out. Oh yeah, shameless self advertising. Yeah, um, I don't know why I'm so excited today. But yeah, you can check us out on the Stitcher and, of course, on iTunes. And yeah, it's free, so go download the shit out of it. <laughs> Yay! Anyone Yo, we are going to read the podcast. <laughs> but, the, but there's a flaw in that disclaimer because free season 2 exists. We did a show on free season yeah, 2, I which said, you can also I said check we, out. We normally, talk about season, we normally talk about season 1, but sometimes we talk about season 2. Free was the first time we did it, and I'm really—I was really excited. And I know I got some feedback from some fans actually, and they were really excited about it. And I was like, "Yeah!" Although not many people agree with my Nagisa obsession, that's one thing which I'm upset about. And a lot of people <laughs> like Ray. A lot of people like fucking Ray. And it's like Ray's cool in season two, but I digress. Anyway, let's get back on Tabak and Test. All right. So, um, <clears throat> so, so back and Test. Um, it is based off a light novel written by Kenji Inoue, illustrated by Yui Haga, and the anime was done by animation studio Silver Link back in January 2010, part of the winter season. And for the synopsis of the show, I'm just going to read what 
Anime Planet has put up in here. So, like, really like tone it. Anime Planet, if you're listening, um, notice Anime us. Planet, if you're listening, notice us. That's all I'm going to say. So, the, so they'll excuse the, the, the reading tone, but I'm reading from, from a website here. Fumizuki Academy is divided into classes rank based purely on ability. Class A has laptops, reclining seats, and ultimate comfort, whereas Class F has to settle for a rundown classroom with rotten cushions and rickety coffee tables. Akihisa Yoshi has recently taken the placement exam and finds himself relegated to the lowly Class F along with many of his friends, and they're far from impressed with their draughty facilities. Luckily, not all is lost as Fumizuki. Classes can declare. <coughs> Sorry. Classes can declare war on each other to swap rooms by fighting with summoned characters whose strength is based on the user's test scores. As they dream of escaping their decrepit circumstances, the idiotic students of Class F will try whatever they can to reach the dizzy heights of Class A's luxury, even if it means taking on, even if it means taking on the entire school in an all-out summoning war. So that's the synopsis of what Bakan test is. So first impressions. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. I watched this anime once again. I'm gonna know, I'm gonna say this again. My friend Daniel suggested this to me many many moons ago. Um, Daniel, I've been giving you shout outs all the time on the podcast. It, sometimes I'm gonna probably think about getting Daniel on. Anyway, so yeah, Daniel suggested this to me, and I was like, okay, cool. What's this about? This is actually the first kind of slice of life slash um, comedy podcast. Uh, comedy podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> comedy anime that I've seen. And I was, at first, I was like, I'm really hyped. I got really hyped for this, mainly because I kind of related to it a lot more because I was in high school when I watched this. And this is about high school life, and it's about, oh my god, imagine if we could do this in high school. That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, cool, summer. Yeah. Um, and there was a point in my life where I was, I was having, like, dreams about me being able to summon avatars. And I was like, yeah. Um... Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Another thing in... So what would be your yeah. proficiency in terms of the Avatar fighting style? Oh, in in terms of, you know, like my, my subject? Yeah, you, you know how characters yeah. have strong subjects and they have weak subjects, so what would be mm. yours? I think it, the way I thought about it was my, strong, my strongest subjects would be sciences, mainly physics, because um, I'm a nerd. And my weakest subject would be PE. Or physical physical education. So I really wasn't that good at that, um, as you can tell. Um, yeah. So that's how it was. And then obviously we would have discussions at school about this anime. And then a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, man, I would be really good at PE, and I'm really good at this." And I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome! Imagine if my school had that." And I actually I would have dreams before I, you know I would go to sleep, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, fighting in this whole academy system, and it's kind of badass." And I thought. You know what? Sometimes there's some people in school that, you know, especially like, I'm going to take this a lot deeper. Like, you know, when you get bullied and stuff and you're like, oh, man, imagine if I had an avatar and kick someone's ass. That's, you know, you can change because a lot of people get bullied mainly because of, you know, uh, they, they call them nerds or like, oh, man, you're a fucking nerd, whatever. Um, and I was one of those kids. So it's kind of nice because this anime for me kind of gave me some hope. And I was like, oh, so being a nerd is kind of cool. Being really good at academia is nice and this anime kind of so rewards they, that um which i enjoyed so is this one of the first animes that you ever watch like on your list this on... was about i think maybe the fourth it was after k-on 
Okay. So I watched Toradora, and then I watched uh, Persona, and then I watched Kaon, and then I watched this. So this was very different from the other animes that I've watched, which were, you know, happy, like, oh, I'm high school girl, or I'm pimp, you Narukami. Um, so this was kind of a new thing for me, and I was really, really excited because it made me fucking laugh, even from the first episode. So, yeah. Um, Joe, what are your first impressions? Well... I, well, actually, this show was recommended to me, like, a while ago by a friend of mine on Twitter. It's just, like, I've had it on hold for, like, a long time. I'm like, when should I, when should I start this? And then, like, and then I heard, like, oh, we're going to do this for a podcast. So, like, I, I'm like, you know what? It's finally time to watch it. And then I watched, um, like, I watched, like, the first few episodes. And, like, <laughs> I was just, it was just really, really, like, really charming. It was, like, really colorful. It's, like, the jokes were, like, hilarious. And it's, like, it, it was just having a good time. Anything in particular you want to um, add more wrong about regarding your first impressions? Um, well, I really like the really like all like the characters, like introductions to like um, Akisha, Yoshi, um, Hijime, Misuki, which um, between you and me is um, best girl on the show. Anyway, um. Then when like and then there's like always different characters like Hideyoshi like everybody confuses him for a girl. Mm -hmm. He's a typical so trap. Yeah, yeah, but like the thing is, he doesn't want like he doesn't want to be a trap. <laughs> but I don't. Does anyone want to be a trap in anime? Like we we have a lot of traps in anime. You know, you have Hideyoshi. You had. Um... Then somebody tries to look like um, <clears throat> but like. She's like no, it's not necessarily like that. It's like there's other animes like. It, Particularly in like Haganah, you have that, and in another anime, shit, I forgot the name, but that's another thing. You get this is one thing I want to bring up about traps and uh, cross-dressing characters. In anime, a lot of them tend to have samurai names. It's kind of weird. I never noticed that, but uh, I'll probably yeah, you'll notice that in in Haganai, um, because you know you have Yukimura from Haganai, and then you have Hideyoshi. Hideyoshi, I think, was probably named after Hideyoshi Toyotomi. I think um, Hideyoshi is the whole. I think Hideyoshi is the last name, not the first name. Let me just check that real quickly. No, Hideyoshi here. is the first name. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Never mind. Oh, my favorite character in the show, the ninja pervert. Uh, Koda Sushi, yeah. Um, yes, Koda Sushi or something. Mutsurini, like Mutsurini. <laughs> I don't he know. He was so. He's just really funny. Like when um, when like Minami was like constantly like beating the crap out of Akihisha, and then like you just see just see Kona just like go under them, and just try to get stab cuts. But the thing is that hmm. he did he did that with both Minami and I think Mitsuki at sometimes probably every <laughs> girl that he could probably get a shot at looking up her upskirt. Uh, up he takes the chance. He even done it to Hideyoshi at one point as well. It's like... Yeah, yeah I remember you know. that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen this anime quite a few times. So, um, he's he's obviously a great character. I, I do love him. Um, however, I'm going to get on to what I was going to say about him later on. But I just wanted to know, Tyson, what were your first impressions? First impressions regarding Bakan Test. Hmm. When it began, I thought that I was um, 
I don't know, the kind of the RPG elements threw me off guard, and I don't know why, but those kind of shows highly appeal to me, despite not having watched a lot of them. It's sort of the mm -hmm. gamification of anime, of anime storylines, and something about it just calls it, just calls out of me, and I don't, I don't know why. As for, um, and I, th I thought the... I thought the story the, the story was it was kind of cool because a school that you can summon avatars to fight against other classes. The premise was interesting, and as more as I watched the show, I grew to, I grew to like it because um, mm. there were there were moments, and probably will delve into those a bit later that really annoyed me, and and probably I wasn't in the right mood to watch the show and appreciate it for what it was. Um, but I'll leave, it, um, I'll leave that to the further analysis to see if it was just me being moody or that I genuinely have a gripe with that. I was kind of surprised that Class F um, challenged Class A on the very first episode. And all I could They didn't challenge Class A. Huh? It was Class, uh, it was class E. Yeah, and then no, then they decided to um fight. They decided to fight Class A. They didn't decide that. It was Class A decided to cl uh, fight Class F. And then they did like a round, like a five rounds. Mm-hmm. Five v five thing. I don't. I don't have the specifics. Uh, the specifics of what exactly happened on my notes, but all. I, but I'm literally gonna read the note as I have it. Why Group A mm -hmm. is already challenging Group F of the first episode? Way to throw the tension oh. at the start. Unless there's something bigger than Group F getting Group A classroom slash equipment. Well, that's, that's the thing. I read my note word for word. That's what I That's what I put. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I know what you mean. Like, um, I can understand what you mean in the notes. And I this is kind of something that kind of caught me at the beginning when I first watched it. I was like, why? I thought this was kind of a thing that they would probably do towards the end, you know, where I, they I also challenge expected class the same. A. I also expected the same. But at the same time, this is kind of something because they have to get a lot of kind of action sequences at the beginning. Because without it, this anime is like every other slice of life. That's true. This and the, the whole school system and the challenging makes it very unique. And without that, it's just like every other anime. So that's another thing they had to put in there. And... Kind of, it kind of links into season two. I don't want to kind of spoil it, but me, because I've watched the season two of this, I can understand why they did this in season one. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not going to talk about it. Any other things that you may thought was like, hmm, it's kind of weird? Mm, not really, because the rest is more observation on particular characters. So um, mm. let's see what's up next. We have uh, favorite episodes or moments. Yeah. I'll start on that. My, I'll tell you what my one of my favorite episodes were. Mm -hmm. I really loved the whole challenge, the five v five challenge. But my my most favorite episode is the one where um, Yoshi, his avatar is going berserk, and everyone else's avatar is going berserk, and he's like summoning his avatar, and like <laughs> tons of avatars just like flooding the school. I thought that was hilarious. But I, re I'll tell you the real reason I love that episode was because. Oh. It, I know what you're thinking, Joe. Joe is thinking that my favorite reason was um, because of the adult versions of the avatars. That's not the reason, Joe. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, <laughs> my my favorite thing about it was, you know, the whole like there was a lot of uh, Metal Gear references. I know. I I even put it on my nose. Why the hell are there so many Metal Gear references? 
There's M. a lot of references from other games, like even um, shit. Um, I think there was a Darkstalkers reference. There was like, a Mario was a reference, yes. Games. There was a Mario. There was a Mario reference as well, and that was all in that same episode. I think this episode had a lot of gaming references, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Obviously, I come from a gaming background, so I love that. I wonder if the manga was done in that way, although Bacantes is based off a light novel, but the manga included these references or are just the animators in Silver Link fans of Metal Gear and fan of all these games. That's kind of an aspect of the production that I'm actually curious about knowing. Um, honestly, I'm not sure, but we can go and check that. Another thing I liked about the episode was, you know, there was a lot of references and the whole thing, you know, sneaking into like pipes and stuff like that. It was it was very interesting. And I liked how he was the one in control because, you know, Yoshi really isn't in control. It's mainly Yuji, that is. And he's like the main team leader and Yoshi really doesn't get a chance to thrive as a really powerful character. And the fact that, you know, he done like a, a what's it called, middle school test. And then he got like level 999 and I was like, that's the, cool. the remedial test? That's what you mean? <laughs> it was the remedial test, yeah. And I was like, that was fucking yes. amazing. And then he, like, his points went up to like 9999. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. And I was like, and it was really smart because they were like, oh, you know what? Himeji, do the test and get a zero in it so I can beat your avatar. And I was like, that's kind of cool. That was really smart how they did that. And at first, when I was first watching it, I was like, oh my God, he's going to get fucked really badly and then as soon as they done that i was like oh my god that's so smart why didn't i think of that and that's why that episode was my favorite not because of the whole adult avatar thing although that was enjoyable i'm just yeah, gonna that say that but that it's like it's like he was like oh, he was all screwed and then they're like um you know i have an idea you should like retake the test and then it's like it's like you're gonna get killed though and it's like it's like we'll just do it and then she gets a zero one and then like her character basically commits suicide yeah, I, th I thought that was hilarious. But the thing is, how could a teacher mark that so quick quickly? Do well, you know because what I mean? no answers. Like, it was all blank. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. you're so... Yeah. Joe, you're very smart. I didn't I, I didn't really notice that. I was just like, in my mind, I thought that was like a kind of gripe, and I was going to be like, ah! No, like, no. She just, like, it was just a line, like a giant X. And That's kind of smart, though. And a, C and a zero just in, in there. So, Joe, any favorite? So, Joe, any favorite episode of moments? I think we, I think we all know my favorite episode was the swimsuit episode. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> my god! You are such oh my a god! Oh my god! You're such a loot person. Um, can I ask why was it? Was it because of the swimsuits? Well, why, why else do you watch a swimsuit episode? <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, maybe the design wow. of the swimsuits attracts you, you know? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. This guy is way um, too upfront about his likes. It's it's fine. Uh, question for you, Joe. Yeah. You know, because there's not really a lot to say about the whole swimsuit episode. Who do you think had the best swimsuit? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, oh, boy. We put in the And team. I'll tell you who mine is. While, while you take time to think. I think, um, actually, actually, I have my answer. Um, Hideo, yeah, best swimsuit. Hideyoshi, mm. all right. Okay, cool, that's fair enough. There was one character, I, I'm i not saying this, Hazuki, and I'm, I'm not saying this in a weird way. I just really like that swimsuit. Yeah, well, yeah, that swimsuit really... Yeah, you know the blue swimsuit with the name on it? That's sick. I like that. That's like, obviously she's a young character, so it's not because she's wearing the swimsuit, it's just the swimsuit itself that I like. I found Himeji was, was too much. Do you know what I mean? Wait, which swimsuit? Which swimsuit? Himeji. Himeji swimsuit with the tits flapping about. 
Oh yeah. I thought that was a. I think that was a bit too much for me, and I was like, oh, okay. But then obviously, the, I think the second favorite swimsuit would have to be. Yeah, probably, that probably would have been my favorite swimsuit. But like, but when it comes to when it comes to characters like Hideyoshi and like swimsuits like that, you gotta like look at it and be like, sometimes I can be good. Yeah, true. I I think Hideyoshi's one had like the most style, and it, to, I'm gonna be honest here. Hideyoshi really did have a sexy swimsuit. I'll be honest, I'm not going to lie about that. But at the same time, there was another character whose swimsuit I did like, um, Minami. Oh my god. Minami's swimsuit was great. Um, the reason I say that was, you know, she had the first swimsuit. I liked that one more. And I don't know why she didn't wear that first one and then she decided to change. I know she was going to put, like, those gel pads. You know, those... Oh my god. She was going to stuff her... That was bra, fucking basically. hilarious! <laughs> when her sister comes out, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> no, I was horrified when I saw Hazuki walk in like that. Like, I saw her... Yeah, but you could, you could, you could the... tell that it was implants. No, yeah, and I thought I, was, I thought that was like, oh, like, she's one of those characters where, like, she looks flat, but then, like, when she wears a swimsuit, everything is out. Oh, like, um, what's her name? Naoto. Naoto is very like that. Yeah, but this is like, this is like a lowly. Yeah, that's true. I was shocked at first, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, this, is it this kind of anime? No, then I saw them like sit down and I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, Tyson, so... what was your favorite swimsuit? Wait, my my favorite swimsuit? I was mm -hmm. I, I, I was gonna I was gonna talk about my favorite moment in episodes. But, but we were talking about swimsuits. But uh so... swimsuits, I'm gonna be honest, I really didn't pay attention. I really didn't. Oh, Tyson I bet you did. I bet you were gonna say like Himeji's one is better. No, no. The the thing that I know if the thing that I noticed the the thing is that Miss the Misuki is just her swimsuit just like her boobs defy gravity, and I really don't like when when fan service is like that. I really don't. As a, as for who I be, uh, for who I like, even though I can roughly remember, it's it has to be Minamis. It had to be it had to be Minamis. Minam Minam the first swimsuit or the second swimsuit? Because she had two. She had the yellow one, and then she had this kind of really nice blue one. I like the blue one. I don't like the yellow one. The yellow one looks a bit childish. Mm, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to it's agree, even though even though I don't um, even though I don't recall. You don't quite memory, remember. You, you know what, Tyson? After this recording, I'm going to send you a really special email with the swimsuits, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, going back to Joe, why was it your favorite episode other than the fact that, you know, tits? <laughs> you think he has to think long and hard about this. No pun intended. This is what we do on Kunai, Joe. You get, you got to back up your explanations. It was, char it was charming to see everyone having fun on a nice summer vacation. Let's go, let's go, with, let's go with that to not fry his brain. <laughs> Like, like it was just good. It was good seeing them have fun in the pool. Like, just enjoy like the nice weather. But did you find that the the jokes were hilarious in that episode? Because I personally, I found it oh, hilarious. I no, I love. There's like a few scenes where like there's like one scene where um where um he he makes makes more um makes like cakes or like cookies and then like mm -hmm. and then I was just like oh my god we got like. Like I don't want to eat that, and then they're like, "We're gonna have a race. Whoever get like the first, the first three people, like the first person to get to the um, to the end of the pool, like doesn't have to eat the food." <laughs> and oh yeah, I think I mean, Hideyoshi won that. I think Hideyoshi you won, yeah, yeah, because no, everyone else is fighting. Yeah, I don't I think, think. But he won that though. 
I know that Akihisa lost. I know that Akihisa lost. Akihisa lost because, and then obviously, um, Pervert Ninja lost as well because he, his nose was bleeding um, <laughs> because of Hideyoshi. I get it. That, that's another thing. I, I love how they treat Hideyoshi in this anime, but I'll talk about that later. But yeah, I wanted to really talk about more like um, your favorite moments. Because other than that episode, was there any other things like? Well, yeah, like it's this, my other favorite moment is like the same as yours, where like they, they had to like fix the system. Yeah, like where they um, they were like it's like Aki had to like had to go inside the like inside the vents and then go fi- go plug in like the the piece that was broken inside the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like all, like all those different fights and like how he went up to like. Like nine nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, so we could like beat the crap out of everybody. That's something I really want to know. It's like even even though they kind of level up and they, it's I think Yuji was saying that's cheating. Uh, in a way, it is. It's like you're doing. I don't know how to explain it. Like, does that mean anyone can do like a specific type of test and then level up to that point and then just be really OP or not? <laughs> well, yeah. Like they they intentionally did an elementary school test so they could it's basically messing with the system since it was all messed up. So like mm-hmm. they need to like increase his power so like he'd be able to like the field. So the they're enemies. using the whole messed up system thing as a loophole out of this. So they don't need to Because in every other episode they're like, Yeah, that we're doing we're taking this person's advantage, like this person's good at math, so we're gonna use this person in like a one on one math fight. Do you know what I mean? Well, was so not- this is very different. Like that, like they took advantage of like the test system, or like doing good on a test lets you um improve. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So does that does is that his overall score, or not? Because that's another thing. It gets confusing when you, when you're like, okay, you're exploiting this test system, but at the same time, does it take into account like what level of study this is? Because you know this is like a middle school test or whatever. Well, no, because and- they don't. They don't normally issue like tests like that. They just like they intentionally made like an easy test so that he'd be mm. able to ha- improve his character level. Mm. So Tyson, um, what is your favorite moment? I don't think Tyson's here. Yeah, I'm here. Tyson is I'm here. here. I'm here. So I could sense him here. No, because no, because I re- I also wrote on the iron window, but oh, okay. Don't don't ruin it for everyone, Tyson. Jeez, I, I can just edit this out. True. Okay, so favorite it's a favorite moment of me. I do have to commend I mean the episode that was so favorite moment for me, um, since we since you have been talking about the swimming ep- uh, the pool episode. Um I do I I do like one gag that was used on that episode and it was probably when they drove um the Hideyoshi, the Hideyoshi is a guy but isn't really a guy gag. And the Hideyoshi is actually a gender. <laughs> I, I, I yes. that, that was hilarious. Oh God, that was the, the best part. It was like it's like everyone's in their own bathroom, and then you just and, see and, and Hideyoshi gets her his own bathroom, and <laughs> that that was hilarious. And I think that um, I think I think that gag has been used um several times after its debut on the swimming uh. They keep the same swimming on the pool episode. Let's see. You're freezing your mind at this moment. Actually, I was watching free before getting into this podcast. So, yes. That's why. <laughs> All right. So, favorite episode overall would have to be the war episode. Of me would have to be episode 12 because shit went down. And there were a lot mm. of moments that I thought, whoa, that was really, really clever. Thought, it, it, things that I thought that was 
Oh my god. What in particular? Really, really particular, and the fact that are these strategies really being planned by idiots that are be that are being used to outwit the classes who, in theory, are at a higher academic level than class F? I mean, shit went down, and I found myself rooting for the underdog and like, go class F, go! I think it's kind of smart that they did that, and I think many people kind of not take advantage but they were like oh yeah we can beat class f easily you see what i mean because yeah the, it, i think they use that to their advantage the fact that everyone would assume that they're class f and that they're kind of lower academically than everyone else so they kind of put their guard down in a sense which was their biggest problem there's another moment here that i found really really hilarious and tell me if you remember this one remember when juji and who's this other girl, the one who forced herself to be the the girlfriend? Shoko. Shoko Kirishima. And, and Shoko takes uh, Juji to the movies. She, and, and she insists on watching... Yeah, it's really good. Like a, like a five or seven hour movie two times. That movie lasts seven hours. We'll see twice. Like... <laughs> like that. The thing is, I've never heard of a film that lasted seven hours. No, it... No, it's because, it's because comedy can also be exaggerated in an, in an effort to make uh, to drive the to drive the, the punchline home. But who stays who stays in a cinema for fourteen hours? That's kind of weird, and especially watching the same film. Like, and he wakes up at, at the same moment in the film when the when the cow is slaughtered. <laughs> that must be terrifying. Imagine waking up in his position and seeing a, a cow get slaughtered, and then going back to sleep, and then waking up again. I would think I'm in the Matrix or something. So you took the red pill or the, or the blue pill? I can't even remember the Matrix. I don't even remember <laughs> which pill he at this moment in time. Matrix was so old. He, he took the blue pill, I think. I don't even remember which one is which. You know, this is one that I, um, that I forgot to mention. It was, like, it's back in the Swimsuit episode because I was thinking about, like, oh, like, were there, like, moments in that other moments in that Swimsuit episode that you remember? And there's one I remembered where, like, it's it's about a pervert, like, ninja mm. pervert. And it's, it's like he got so many nosebleeds that by he the dried end, up, yeah. he was basically on life support. He was basically on life support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that, right? It, like the machine. Arm. <laughs> I found that really I funny. Know. So what I want to talk about now <laughs> is, before we get onto characters and stuff like that, I think we should be talking about, well, we obviously talked about the story. So let's talk about animation style. Like how does this kind of, are you put off by the animation style? Like what do you think? I wasn't necessarily put off by it. But hmm. it didn't show. Um, I think it was average for a show of this nature. Like there, it, there's mm -hmm. nothing extravagant here. I mean, I'm not exactly watching a shaft anime in which, no matter if, if they can make even the even the slice of life stylish by uh, by by definition. But I thought it was average. There's nothing noteworthy in terms of animation that I would say, hey, this is. Mm, the, hey, this I is wouldn't say that. Although. I don't, it, although there was one part that I really that I really liked, and I don't know if this will go in animation style. Remember how there were some segments that Juji and Aki and Akihisa were talking, and it seemed like they were drawn on pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's animation style. I I would consider that as being part of the animation style. Okay, so there are these parts in which uh, Juji and Akihisa talk, and they were drawn on pencil, like they're not color. Like just a blank sheet of paper and the and and the particular color of a pencil. 
Um, I thought that it, I didn't mind it at first, but the more it, the more it was shown, I thought it was kind of cool. Mostly because I also did um, traditional, like a traditional drawing with uh, with a piece of paper and pencil when I was younger, and I and I appreciate that. And I thought I thought it was kind of cool. A, f a fun story about that. My my sister recently, because she's a big fan of Buck and Test. I was I said to her, you have to watch Buck and Test, and she was like, fuck no, I'm not gonna watch Buck and Test. And she finally did. And I wouldn't say she's obsessed with it, but she loves it so much. And then she's like drawing pictures of like Akihisa and Yuji in that you know that kind of pencil drawing. She's done that, and I'm not looking at it now, but I can. It looks pretty cool. I really want to take a picture of it and show you guys on Twitter. It looks like the real thing. And she done it by eye. She just looked at it and then she just drew it. And I was like, whoa, fucking mind blown. Um, shout out to her. I was there when she drew it. I actually saw her drawing it and it was kind of badass. Um, so yeah, she's she's probably listening to me listening live. Do you know That, that sounds so wrong. She's listening live probably because she can probably hear me right now. One thing I had about the animation style that kind of really, I didn't like it at first, let's be honest, because it was like massive eyes and the only character like, I, I enjoyed the animation style of was Akihisa and that was it. It's Moe. Everyone else I was it's like. It's Moe. So. Yeah, yeah, it's Moe, but at the same time it's like massive fucking eyes and it, it looks, it reminds me, like this is something I don't like, like I don't like how Yu-Gi-Oh was drawn and watching this anime for the first time, it kind of kind of reminded me of Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, oh man, I fucking hate Yu-Gi-Oh! No, I know you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! Tyson, so... Anyway, so I fucking hate Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, this kind of reminds me of it, and I was really put off by that at the beginning. And then I, I let the anime kind of try its hardest, and that's... And then I eventually loved it, but it was... That was the main thing I didn't like about it. I don't like how it's drawn or anything like that. Although, it's very colourful, which I do like, and it's, it's really... It draws you. It draws your eye in. Another thing is that the backgrounds are very unique for an anime. Do you know what I mean? I've seen similar. Kinda... I've seen similar art style in Nisekoi, but Nisekoi's new. Yes. One, so. Um... Yeah, indeed. I I was gonna say that, but it kind of has this kind of pop art feeling to it. You know, you got them circles, and you have like different. Yeah, it's definitely pop art. Shading techniques and stuff, and it looked it looked great. And and before this, I've never seen an anime that actually had that. You know, Toradora never had that. Persona never had that. Even Kale never had that, so it was kind of new and exciting for me. And I know a lot of people don't really get excited for background art because that doesn't necessarily change. But it was like, whoa, this is new stuff I've never seen before, oh my god! Anyway, so Joe, what, what do you think about the animation style? It's it's really cute. Like, like, it's like a lot of people are really used to this kind of stuff, but like when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, wow, this is actually really charming. And it's like... It's like actually, I became a really good big fan of it, and especially when they they summon their summon their monsters. It's like they were just all like little chibi versions of themselves. Like that was adorable, and like it was just like really, it was also like really colorful. Like the shading and everything was done perfectly. Um, I another thing is I love the chibi versions of themselves. Like that was something that kind of was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It reminded me of a game I'm playing now currently. It's called Criminal Girls Invite Only. I'm not sure if you've seen this game, oh. but it's. Uh, not in not in the motivational bits. I'm just talking about specifically the battle scenes, and it kind of reminds me of old school games like uh -huh. RPGs and stuff, like especially like uh, Final Fantasy three, uh, Criminal Girls as well. How you had those kind of sprites, which I enjoyed. Um, it kind of brought me back to this kind of nostalgia, which I loved. 
Anyway, let's get into characters. Oh my god. Um, oh, here, here we go. Let Joe begin so he can explode his opinions on this podcast. Yeah, so how we're gonna we're gonna start is hey, we're gonna start with character design. So what do, what do you guys kind of think of each character and how they kind of look? Like for me, even their uniforms are very. They kind of reminded me of English school uniforms. It wasn't really the whole Japanese kind of high school uniform like that you see in Persona or in um, Toradora or something like that. But it was it was a really unique uniform, like a like a private school, like a really prestigious school. You know, they had their cravats and they had their really color. Even the uniform was very colorful. You know, the girls were wearing red and the boys were wearing blue. Um, I like that in terms of character design. I also like the fact that every character pretty much has different color hairstyles. Like it's it's kind of weird, but at the same time, it's really nice because then, unlike normal slice of life animes, you can tell which character is which. You see what I mean? Especially um, side characters and whatnot. Like a really perverted girl. Like I don't know if this applies to Bacantes, but when you have to draw the characters in in a different co uh, different hair color, is that you don't have enough variety in terms of the. Um, and I read something, and again, I don't know if this is the case on Bacantes, but there was one case in which you removed the hair of all the characters and all had the same design. So I don't know if that yeah, really applies. There was an, an, it's not, it doesn't really apply to Bacantes, I wouldn't think, because each character does really look unique. Like if you look at Himeji and you look at um, Himeji and any other female character, you just take off, like you shave them, they, mm -hmm. they would look this very different. Uh, mainly because of eyes and you know facial features and whatnot, but I know what you're talking about I've seen this in a game. I know what you mean Tyson So what, what do you guys kind of think about the character design like what is what's cool about it? What's not so cool about it? Here's the, it like I'd say that they look like kind of like normal like anime characters Like at the same time It's like I feel like they all have this like different personality and like they also like there's only like, unique thing that makes them them So like, I'm kind of conflicted so like overall i'd say like they, they they're like normal characters that kind of like strain away from the norm yeah i see sense. what you mean like you mean that they're pretty generic characters but they each have this kind of one bit in them that is really unique and that makes them who they are so this it, since this can be applied to character design what is up with the rosy cheeks everyone has them that that i don't know but you know it Everyone in real life has that. I know. I know. I do. If I shave my face, I would be looking like one of these characters. No, it, no, you know, but no, but you know how um, how rosy cheeks are drawn when the character's blushing or or something. I mean, here it's like here is like the blushing at every moment. No, but that's uh, that only applies to female characters. No, male characters have they have them as well. Akihisa does. Akihisa has them. Koda has them. Yuji has no, them. No, they don't. Look, look at their straight up anime. Um, their um, their designs. Like they don't necessarily have it all the time. A lot of the female <laughs> characters do. The only male character I can see that has that is Kubo, and Hideyoshi. Do you know what I mean? They're not always blushing. All the male characters have them. As they well. ha they blush, but they don't blush all the time like the female characters. The female characters always have these rosy cheeks. I'm not sure why it is. I can probably understand for Pervert Ninja because a lot of his blood is going to his face <laughs> and going out of his nose. So I can understand why he has, you know, rosy cheeks. Other characters, I don't necessarily understand why. Um, but that's just particularly within this anime. That's how it is. I can't really give a scientific reason for that. And as you as you mentioned, Joe, it, it makes it more cute. Well, well, I suppose yeah. you're right, Tim, because this is Moe exactly. and all. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievably Moe. I, I'm not sure, is this more Moe than Kaon? I don't think so. 
I don't think so. I think it could be. I honestly think it can. It's just there's so many more cute characters in this anime compared to K-On. Like, K-On only has, like, what, six characters? Anyway, I don't want to talk about K-On. We already talked about K-On. You can, all, you can, guys, listen to that episode. Yeah, exactly. Shameless self-advertising. Um, but, yeah, before we get on to favorite characters and least favorite characters, voice acting, yay or nay? Yay. I will say yay. Word. It was a yay, definitely. It was like a, it was like a yay and like a really cute. One thing I kind of have a gripe about is the voice act. Really? You know why that is? Yeah, it, because um, the character, and I'll tell you which character it is. I have problems with Himeji, with Yoshiki. Yoshiki. Like that high pitch annoyed me, but yeah, it's worse. I wouldn't say it's worse worse than Rise, but it's really high pitched, and it's like she sounds so vulnerable. She sounds it's like a, having a cute puppy in your hands all the time. It's cute. But at the same time, it's like, what am I going to do with this? I know that it kind of reminds me of Onodera in Nisekoi Season 2. Like, like her, like her shyness, in a way, made me hate her. But that's not yes, really... But that's, that's, an, that's an, But not, that's not really that's, um, voice, uh, voice acting. I know what you mean. Like, in terms of voice acting, she's so, like, reserved. And I understand that's supposed to be her character. But at the same time, it gets to a point where it's like, please kill me now. <laughs> yes. That's one thing I didn't like. But that was about her Japanese act. Minami, I love her voice in Japanese, but her voice in German is so fucking bad. Like, I've listened, yeah, I've listened, because, you know, she is a German exchange student. It explains why she's not really good at kanji and Japanese uh, language. Like, when you're listening, because obviously I, I speak to a lot of German people, I know quite a lot of German people. And when you listen to her German, it's like, you can tell the Japanese voice actress done the German. They didn't outsource it. Um, which was nice, the fact that they actually got some a voice actor that can speak German. But at the same time, it was disappointing because it was like, God, it was like, it was really bad German. Do you know what I mean? It just sounded disappointing. It was kind of like in Free, you know how you had that really bad Australian accent, but on another level. It was just like really shit. And if you guys are German and you're listening to this, please go and check that episode where, or even check a YouTube video where she's seen, talking German and you can see how bad it is. Wow. That's just my opinion. I'm not sure if the English dub has as bad German as this dub. I hope not. I didn't even watch it in English, uh, Joe, did you, did, did you? Me neither. No, I didn't watch it in English, but I'm just hoping that they didn't fuck it up in English dub. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much guessing that, you know, that they found someone who could speak German to do it. Yeah, um, speaking of the English... Funimation. Funimation distributed in the States. Funimation. Yeah, and they, they were responsible for the dub well, as Funimation, well. well. Funimation's like sometimes... Sometimes, yeah. Um, sometimes, yeah, it's like hit and miss. Sometimes they do a very yeah, good, a very like, good jobs, and sometimes they, nah. Like Dragon Ball Z and Haganai. Yeah. That's like a, that's how I like to think of it. But yeah, it, Funimation did a great job with the anime in, in terms of distribution, which I enjoyed. Especially that it's free to watch on YouTube on their YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is like 480p, but it's free. It's like you don't even need to watch an ad. That that blew my mind. It's like. Oh my god. So, I've never heard of any other distribution company making their content free on YouTube. But, there you go. Um, what did you guys think about voice acting? Because I know, Joe, you said it was really cool, but I never really heard from Tyson. So, you didn't have any sort of gripe or anything? Like, oh man, it's kind of shit. Like, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm just used to like a lot of Japanese voices, so like something, something like this doesn't really bother me. Especially, like, like, like cute females. Like, kind of like, like the vulnerable ones. Like, I'm really used to, I, I kind of expect how they'd sound. So I'm just, I, I just deal with it. I'm just gonna agree with uh, Mizuki's voice being annoying. And 
I kind of slip they slip in the opinion that uh, that she kind of reminds me of Onodera, how um, how shy she is and how vulnerable it's like. There, I don't really have nothing more to add. Besides that, I thought that um, that ev that everything that everything else was okay. Person, although personally, I would have I would have um, casted Hideyoshi with a voice that kind of that when you hear the voice. You don't know what to tell if it's uh, a guy or a girl. I would have probably, I probably as director, I would have made that decision. But he had that kind of voice. But that's the thing in in Japanese that it was a female's voice for Hideyoshi. Oh, um, it, it, it was a girl who did the. Uh... And and uh, and I think in English as well, they had the same voice actresses for Yuko and Hideyoshi. Well, they're, well, well, they're twins, so. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, I I see what you mean. Like, they could have done it. Like a, a a lot more like um, how they did with Naoto. Like Naoto, like Naoto, in at least in Japanese. I don't know. I don't know about in English, but in Japanese, it's um, it's a woman who the, who does the voice. But she actually did the voice of the guy, quote unquote, Naoto, quite well as well. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the same with with the English voice actress as well. Um, we don't know who it is because um, yeah, uh, she they, likes to remain anonymous. But she did a pretty great job on that, and I honestly thought that Naoto was a guy at one point. But with Hideyoshi, you can kind of tell because they they make it blatantly obvious. Yeah, like I saw um Persona Four, like I just saw like the regular game, like I saw like a playthrough of it, and for like a time, I thought Naoto was a guy. Like like they actually they they, they genuinely tricked me until like, they got like to realize that. I suppose the element of surprise was kind of lost in me because I already watched Persona 4, the animation for this very podcast. So when I got to fight now a um, Shadow now to um this it, it wasn't really much of a, much of a surprise. There's honestly it's not it's like very little can surprise me at this point. I don't know. So yeah, moving on, we're going to be talking about let's just get our least favorite characters out of the way. Like for me, I think my least favorite character and I'm I'm sorry, sorry for this, Joe. Um, I'm crushing your dreams here. It's Himeji, and the reason I the reason I say that, and no, no, the, let's be civil here. The reason I say Himeji is my least favorite is because I don't like her personality. That's one thing, and I'm not a big fan of her character design either. Um, specifically in the anime, it's like I don't know. She has really big boobs, and it's like that. I wouldn't say that's a turn off for me. It's just at the same time, it's it's, it's as if she's. It's like it's her only redeeming feature and the only thing that you can make a gag around her. Yeah, and that's that's very shallow. At least what I think. It's like she's a walking trope. I mean, she's a big. Yeah. She's a bad cook. She it has is. big tits, and she's like shy, uh, um, like 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 shy as a what. A, I mean, she's a walking trope. Yeah, she's. That's the thing. The, you guys, you, you both just lost the right to no, be that's my not how it works. No, um, that's not how it works. Where you're exactly, we kind of have forced ourselves as senpais on you. You can't. It's kind of like making a deal with the devil. That's how it is. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's that's one thing I don't like about Himeji. Another thing is pink hair. It, it kind of looks like right. she has like a massive octopus on <laughs> her head, and it's like. Oh, okay, but that's what that's. I bet you someone has done that, like a rule thirty-four of that. Oh um, god, what, I don't really like her because of that. That's another thing, and she's too shy. And I'm like, stop being a fucking pushover. Well, you you want him to get that that um that love letter? Then fucking give it to him. Don't be. I know. Such a, say, that oh, was this so is a annoying. Chain letter. Like, that was annoying for me because you know 
first of all, Akihisa is a fucking dumbass. Like, he should have at least realized that, but fair enough, he is the, the idiot in this anime, so... Be honest, just because of that, I thought I was watching a herring anime. Because, let's say, let, let me count the tropes. He has at least two... He, in, it kind of was. So, yeah, because, so let me count the tropes. One, he has at least two women characters interested in him. Second, the main character is dumb as fuck. And, and I mean, it sometimes felt that, like I was watching a herring, honestly. All right, so, I'm, so I want to go up next. And I already shared my opinion with Bish that I don't like Mizuki. Um, I, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna add, and you probably may hate me for this as well, but I'm gonna say Mussolini. Mussolini, like the only redeeming Why? feature, the only redeeming feature he has is being a pervert. I mean, some of his gags are. Funny. How is that redeeming? That's 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 one thing. How is that redeeming? You don't go up to someone in the street and say your redeeming feature is that you're a pervert. You don't go to a prison and say that either. It's, I don't understand. How is that redeeming in your mind? No. I'm probably using the wrong word. Like my English sucks, okay? But I mean, it's like it's like the only thing he has going for him is that he is that he's a pervert, and I can't really. I mean, if I if I hate girls with big boobs, I um, it's like equally I have to dislike guys that are all about um exploiting the exploiting that. So I mean, I mean. Whenever he got a nosebleed, he did it, he did it in a in such a way that um, that it nailed the joke home. I was I found myself laughing at his constant no nosebleed, but in the end, I mean, you're still a pervert. You're you're still an endorser of what I hate. And the thing is, the no truth. one no one really um, how do you say? No one addresses that in this anime. I that's know a, that's one thing. I know. That's what is, is worrying me about this anime. It's like, no one is addressing this? As soon as Akihisa says something perverted, you know you know that uh, Minami is going to like headlock him or something. Oh my god. But <laughs> this guy is trying to take pictures up your skirt and you're doing nothing about it. Exactly. Um, I don't know what to say. And, and all the back problems that Aki has written. David, hold on. I, 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 I have one more. Oh, you have another? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have three. I have three. Oh. I already said Mizuki. I said Misurini, oh. and the third, um, Akihisa's sister. Man, I have the amount of the, the amount of oh, Akira? Akira, yeah, the amount of times that woman made me uncomfortable are too high to count. I I know what you mean because especially when she's like, oh, I'm gonna give you a kiss. I'm like, don't. This is not Oremo. Stop. Stop it right there. I I know. I am. I am like. For, um, I mean, I I hate that her huge tits have been used as a gag, but the fact that she wanted to kiss her brother is just on a new level of creep for me. Yeah, and the thing is that she was she was really okay with oh yeah, I'm gonna kiss you, and I'm not no, I'm never gonna be married, and I'm like you're you got, you got all the no best, incest right? is not wincest. <laughs> wow, Joe. Wow, Joe. I I I want to see your opinion on Oremo. <laughs> Now that I've said this, but no, it's, it's but yeah, ser seriously, it, that kind of really made me uncomfortable, and it was just like, oh my god, who does this? No, and I don't know why they've, in I don't know why the hell they even included this. This is probably in the light novel. I'm, I'm, if I was reading this, I would feel so uncomfortable that I would go get the light novel and shred it, 
and burn it and throw it outside and then feed it to a whale. That's wow. That's overly specific. <laughs> yes, that's that's the thing. I I felt really uncomfortable with her, and I was just like, why is she here? That was my opinion on her. Well, she was important for like one she, episode. She's after there that, she more in there. season two. And it's, it gets really uncomfortable with her around. And it's like, oh, please stop. I'm actually considering removing Bakente season two from my queue. If if that's going to be the case. I, I say give it a try. But anyway. Joe, um, sorry for interrupting. That's just my opinion. You can, you can go ahead with your least favorite character. Or least favorite character. I've already said my I said my least favorite character. No, but no, I, said Joe. To... I, said, I said Joe. Oh, Joe hasn't said his. Okay, I um... did. Oh, sorry, Joe. No, I didn't. I said, I kind of just have one, like, it's, a uh, Toshimitsu. Oh, oh why is that? Oh, why don't you like Kubo? Oh, the gay character, okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I just find him, like, annoying, like, he's just, like, he just appears, like, every time there's some, just something happening, he's just like, oh, like, I think, I think, I Aki's think, I, 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 I love me, I love me to retort to that, I think that Miharu Shimi, uh, no, yeah, Miharu Shimizu, you know the, uh, you know the one girl that is always falling into Minami's arms, Saying, saying yes, I love you, I love I you. Hate her. I mean, I mean, if we're gonna compare annoyingness regarding to secondary characters, I think me, I think Miharu has more appearances than than than, than Kubo. Well, I've watched Soccer Trick, so I'm kind of used mm. to Yuri. By the now. thing is with um with Kubo, what I liked about him was he wasn't really as annoying as Miharu. Miharu was like, Senpai, notice me. Senpai, fuck me. That's what it was. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't mean. I'm not saying he's my least favorite because I hate him. I'm saying he's my least favorite because he did have, like, he did yeah, have any Yeah, that's true. He was only just there as a, a pure side character. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's another thing. There's the Jowie and I have about this anime, But I'll, I'll talk about this later in the gripes and grumbles bit. But this was one of the gripes I had with this um, anime. It's just... Anyway, um, should we move on to favorite characters and and the best girl debate? Prepare. Oh God. prepare. Sure. Hold on to something. Guys, hold on. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, my favorite character, and I, I'm going to say this. My favorite character has changed. Since I watched this the first time, my favorite character used to be um, Hideyoshi. For Whoa. obvious reasons. Hideyoshi, Hideyoshi was like one of my favorite characters because he was so fucking cute and i was like oh man really awesome and i never used to like his sister now i don't actually have the problem with his sister i i think his sister is a right bitch uh fucking annoying and i and i look at the sister and i look at hideyoshi and i'm like hideyoshi's a lot cuter than his sister even if it's like a standard just in the same kind of uniform for some reason i'm i'm leaning towards hideyoshi more than his sister they look exactly the same they have the same hairstyles and i think in season two they play on that a lot um, you know, they switch places. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, well, there was... That um, was something... Well, Hideyoshi actually crossed for her sister to uh, to tease... Uh, I think it was Class B. Mm, yeah, that, that happened in Season 1, and I think it happens in Season 2 as well. So that that's something that kind of gets played on more in Season 2. Ah, okay. Um, but I think now my favorite character has switched to... Who was one of my least favorite characters the first time I watched this? And she has so many redeeming qualities. I love Sundaras. And she is like really Sundara. You know, Shoko is like Yandara, obviously. Like that's how I feel Shoko is. She's very aggressive when, you know, someone else looks at, uh, when, looks at, what's his name? Yuji. Yuji. Or if Yuji is looking at someone, she's going to poke his eyes out. I That's too aggressive. But Minami's cool. I know she's she's really hard on, um, on Akisa, you know, how she's doing these 
wrestling moves and whatnot. But she's kind of cute as a character. And what really changed it for me was when she was making the bento for him. And I, I really felt sorry for her. And I was like, you know what? I'll eat your bento anytime. No puns intended. But she, she was really... She, She's a really cute character. And, oh my god. You know, it's not always about big boobs in anime. And they made fun of her as well for having a flat chest. And that happens a lot in real life. Yeah. A lot of um, a lot of women kind of get made fun of having big boobs or even small boobs. That happens a lot. And I'm not going to say I felt her pain because I, I can't feel her pain. But I felt sympathetic towards her. And I was like, oh man. She was bullied. I was bullied. I kind of feel that pain in that sense. And she's just a, she's just a cute character. And I think, I don't want to say this, but she's the ultimate ship with Akisa. That's my opinion. And I'll explain it when we get onto the ships. But, bitch, Joe, who's your favorite character? Bitch, well, you I'm, already, I'm, you've I'm, already probably said I'm, it. I'm, 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 I think, I think it's, um, needless to say, Koda um, Tusuhiro, also known as the, the, the ninja pervert. He's, he's just really funny. Like, he was like, he was like, one of it's probably one of the most hilarious things of the show. Because like every time like something happened, like you he'd just be there to like to take the picture. And it's like it's like all his nosebleeds, like they were just like he like he, he leaked out in like the most unexpected ways. So a, a thing about um Ninja Pervert was the fact that he's selling like um pictures of people on the black market, kind of. And we had people hey, yeah, he did. That was so weird. And the thing is, even for me, like this actually happened in my school. Um, people would do that. It was, it was kind of awkward, and I don't know why. It's, it's it was really popular back in the day because you know no one had smartphones, and people would just buy pictures of other people. It was kind of creepy, and I think this still happens in um, Japanese schools today. Um, especially in festivals, they're like, oh yeah, you want to buy this picture with you and your senpai? There you go, and it. This was really creepy for me because it's like he's a pervert, but he's encouraging it to everyone else he sees. And yeah, I know they're mostly pictures of Hideyoshi. They're the ones that are the best selling. <laughs> but it's still kind of it's still kind of creepy because if you think about it in real life, it's like this guy, if he grows older, where the hell is he going to be in like 10 years time? I think in jail. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, Hideyoshi was. Um, he is. Attractive. I have to admit, he, he's more attractive than his sister, which is kind of weird, even though they look exactly the same. My favorite gender will always be Hideyoshi. You know on the forms, like, if you're writing a form for a passport and they ask what your gender is? And they're like, oh, male, female, other. They should just, instead of other, they should just have Hideyoshi. <laughs> That's my opinion, but... Or they should have that as a separate thing. Yeah, the, the scene was hilarious. The, the, the bad scene was hilarious, like, with the, the Hideyoshi. Yeah, the Hideyoshi, the Hideyoshi bathroom. bathroom. And that was funny, because he was alone, but I'm trying to think... They, they said all the bathrooms are connected, which was true, but the, the thing is, the entrance, it was like male Hideyoshi and then female. But you didn't see that because in when they were in the baths, there was only one wall where, you know, the men could, they were trying to jump over to the female side. But Hideyoshi should be in the middle. Yeah, like, they were just fighting. Yeah, Hideyoshi, no, like, they were all fighting and then Hideyoshi is just like... Like yeah, but that's the thing, like that's not bath. the issue. The issue I have was that the bath they were in, they had one wall. Where the hell was Hideyoshi going? I think he was like a private, I don't think they, they were are, connected. They said it, they said they're connected. Kind of... 
And then they said it in the anime, that's why they tried to jump over to the female side. But if you look at how the doors were arranged, it was male, Hideyoshi, and then female. And it was kind of weird. And so you would think that Hideyoshi's uh, bath would be in the middle, but it's nowhere to be seen. Well, maybe it was like underground. Maybe it was kind of like a B one kind of thing. That that would be kind of weird though if it was underground. Like it's kind of, it was kind of like a private bathroom though. Like you, like you clearly saw that. Like it like it was all like luxurious and like. Like you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. um, what's I gonna say? Um, Tyson. Yes. Who's your favorite character? I think I'm gonna just um get out of this conversation and just leave you to, um, to speak for me because. I find myself agreeing with a lot of your opinions in this episode. So, so yes, I like Minami as a character, although I will differ from you in the fact that you didn't like her making so many wrestling moves on Akihisa. I actually love that. And I remember writing on my notes that an aggressive Sundere that doesn't piss me off. And here I'm speaking about Shitoge. Like, Minami didn't piss Tyson, me off. Tyson, don't you do this. Don't no, you do this to me, Tyson. Don't. No, no, I will do this again. I will Leave do this to you. Aggressive Sundere. Aggressive Sundere's are just not my thing. And when I saw Minami, I was like mind blown at the fact that she's an aggressive Sundere that doesn't pisses me off. I mean, what what is this? Is the world gonna end or something? And also, maybe. And and also, yes, I think she's the perfect ship for Akihisa as well that's uh, good because that links into the ships i have a lot of ships written down here you have main ship akihisa and um I forgot her name now minami and then my secondary ships which aren't you know they're, they're riding along the, the massive steamboat there <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a train tyson <laughs> but all right i don't know how you're gonna think about this is that i think kubo and hideyoshi would be a great ship and listen to me. Oh, gosh. I'm not saying this because Kubo is the gay character. I'm saying this because they would look really fucking cute. That's another. Th and I think um, another ship that the anime kind of forces upon us is Pervert Ninja and Aiko, the, the girl with the green hair. Oh, yeah. Y you know, they're all right. I don't know. A, a lot of other characters you really can't ship. Like, uh, Shoko and Yuji, I don't think is a big um, ship for me. Like, the anime forces it upon me. And I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with Yuji at a point because it's like, he's trying to be all cool. You, you know what I mean? He's not really interested in uh, Shoko in any sort of way. Do you know what, do you understand what I'm saying? So that, that's yeah. another, that's a ship that I'm really, I'm not against. But what, what do you guys think in terms of ships? Tyson, I think you've already mentioned it, but do you have any other ships? Interested to hear your ships? Ships, um, should, should I like stay like a... Something that would just that would probably go together, or something that was blatantly something obvious. that you want to happen in terms of ships. Like, what which two characters would you want to see um, in a relationship, or just plain fun kick? Eugene Shoko. Eugene Shoko. Uh, explain, explain yourself, because obviously I didn't like it because the anime kind of forces that upon me, and you can tell that Yuji's really not into it, but Shoko's like, yeah. But wh why do you think that ship is? Uh, Exactly, exactly right, because it's like, the the fact that they keep fighting with each other is like one reason why they're like, they just fit together. Because it's like, it's like she, like she real you, you can see like Shoko clearly, clearly loves him. And like to some extent, like you no, are right to me it feels too. like it's really childish, because you know, she had this kind of relationship with him um, before high school, you know, since um, 
middle school or whatever. But then it kind of reminds me of, you know, Hazuki when she when she goes up to Akihisa and she's like, oh, um, idiot big brother, I'm going to marry you one day. It kind of reminds me of that. It's this kind of childhood dream. Well, like, it's just like Shogo and Yuji are like, are kind of like that unique, one of those unique duos inside in this show. Yeah, it's like they spend like all the time together and like, like better or worse. <laughs> So that was our um, ship and best girl debate. It wasn't a it wasn't as heated as other occasions, but fear not, dear audience, you will hear the he- heated ships soon. Yeah, they will come soon. They'll come soon with the Nisei Koi and also with um, Haganai. That's that. Got and viewers always remember, we don't bring the ships here. The ships <laughs> themselves. Oh god! Oh man! That's crazy. So, um, before we end, I just want to talk about uh, other things um, in terms of the music. So, for me, <clears throat> the anime's music was pretty generic, except for fight scenes. You know, when you had that... That was my jam. Like, there was a point in my life where I would just listen to that when I was brushing my teeth. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> so if I was doing homework, I was like... I was like, fuck yeah! Um, that kind of motiv- motivated me to do stuff. Um, the intro music, I love it. The outro, not so much. I don't understand why this anime needs. B A K A go go home. There was there's two of them, Tyson, but I'm not sure why. It's only a 12 episode anime, well, 13 episode anime. I don't understand why it needs two uh, outro sequences and two intro sequences. That's my opinion, but I prefer the intro. It didn't have two intro sequences. It had two endings, but. I don't understand why. That's the thing. To be fair, Nisekoi no, did the, it No, the thing with Nisekoi is that the endings are character songs. It's one way to it's one way to market to market the songs. But, but I don't know. You may agree. You may not disagree. I don't know. So, um, what did you guys think about the music? Because I know Tyson, you normally have a lot to say regarding oh, that. Can I talk about the music? Can I talk about the music? Um, the it, sorry. Like the main, the main soundtrack, like I'll admit that, like, well, I, even as much as I enjoyed it, like it was like something I've heard before. And but like the intro music, let's just say that after listening to it, I downloaded it and and started listening to it over and over again. Yeah, that's the same with me. I was I was I was like streaming it like um, from YouTube when I was on the train, and I was like, this is hype. This is honestly hyped. Um, the music within the anime is pretty generic, except for the battle themes. Um, and like the the first one, I didn't like that much, but the second one, like I, I really liked. Like it was like catchy. It's pretty much the same. With, right. It's pretty much the same with me. Although, um, again, Bish and I share I share most of the most of the same opinions in this show. And um, that's because we're the same human being, Tyson. <laughs> two bigger, two minds are better than one. <laughs> but um, but but the intro and the outro music. I'm like Bish. I actually kind of like the outro, like. Um, it's um, it it, it was kind of upbeat, and if I, I felt like it fit with the, with the whole theme, with the whole theme, the ambient of the show itself, and um, the and the intro music was catchy enough. I mean, it annoyed me at first, but the but the tune just made it bearable, I suppose. Um, as for the rest of the soundtrack, it's generic. So and, and and even and even the battle music, I I would go as far as saying that it was generic. I didn't I didn't like it. It's not like I hated it, but I neither like it as well. It's like eh, it's there. 
Um, yeah, now I think we should talk about gripes and grumbles. I have a few with this anime. I love it, um, but there's certain things that the anime doesn't really touch upon. And it, it there's a lot of kind of, I wouldn't say offensive stuff, but it's stuff that you think and you're like, I'll rather stay away from that. One of the things is how they kind of treat, you know, the perverts, you know, uh, pervert ninja. They don't acknowledge, no one, no character acknowledges pervert ninja and the fact that he's being perverted or that fact that he's trying to look up someone's skirt. That's one thing. A second... I think it's because he's, like, he's probably, like, well-known in that way because it's like he's known for, like, just getting true, screenshots, like, but... like, snapshots and everything. Like, you saw, like, Minami, like, she was, she was into this. Like, she bought pictures. But that's the of, thing. Like, it's, the, the anime in itself is self-aware. It's breaking the fourth wall. And I don't understand why it doesn't really do something to um, combat that. Because this is a really serious thing in real life. This stuff happened. I thought the narrator does some fourth wall bre breaking of his own. Um, I don't remember mm. if he yeah, did it with Mussolini. But, oh, and I forgot to mention the, I forgot to mention this in characters. Does anyone else think that the narrator is so boss regards to the show? Yes. Um, it's, 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 I love the narrator. He's better as a narrator than he is as a teacher. I know. He's so, like, so chilled. And when... when... No, no, you want, you want to know, like, the really good thing about the... like the, something interesting about the narration. It started out with... um, What's his name? Yeah, Iron Man. And then they, and then they switched it up later on. And it's just like the... <laughs> yeah, that's what I love. He, he actually has a purpose in this anime. It's not like, oh, I'm your teacher today. And his voice, it kind of reminds, like in English, kind of reminds me of um, a physics teacher of mine, um, who for this purpose, I'm going to call him uh, Mr. Quasar, because, you know, that's a physics reference. Um, <laughs> but he sounds really, really boring. Hello, this is me. And it kind of reminded me of that. And I was like, whoa. I don't That's kind of cool. It's like you have this really boring teacher um, narrating, and he just makes the most funniest jokes as well. Like even though he's he's really a monotone as a teacher, he just I don't makes, think this I don't guy think, is funny. I don't think that is more about the teacher being boring, and more of the narrator being in a overtly sarcastic tone all the time. Like he's yeah, just that's, that's he's, another... he's just expecting the uh, Akihisa or someone else in the group to say any idiot thing so he can say oh my eh, eh, to eh, to retort back with one of his eh, one of his dry witty retorts that eh, that is like my god this man is so boss but I'm sorry but I'm sorry to eh, but I'm sorry to have yep. uh uh steered the conversation away from gripes and grumbles I'm sorry yeah no no that's fine um an another thing like it doesn't, it didn't sound like it, but I actually do have a like this one big problem with the show. It's like you know, like how the plot was like they had the fight, like they were like they were like class out, they were like the lowest of like the lowest, and then it's like had to like rise up by like doing all these wars. It's but they, I don't like how they like basically made it so you can only do one war and like if you lose and like yeah wait. No, but that, I don't one. think that's a. And a I gripe or anything wrong with that because then you're gonna have it so that it's everyone's gonna be in war all the time and no one is gonna fucking study just let me finish it's like no and then like after that they did like a ton of episodes like that happened between that three month gap it kind of like steered away from the plot like i enjoyed like what they did but like it steered away from like the main purpose no of the but show. that's that's the thing like, the main purpose if, like, of the show is the fact that it is a slice of life so cutting that all out or kind of condensing that Really doesn't help with like character development or anything like that because this isn't this isn't an action show. This isn't Attack on Titan or anything like that. Plot and 
No, they could focus on the plot and have all these moments. Like, they don't have to, like, just completely remove it and then, like, continue it, like, at another time. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I find I, it I disagree to agree with that. It's, yeah, I find it's like, you, you need these things there. And you need it in that format. This anime also, fun fact, um, it has an OVA that kind of links between the first season and the second season. And if you don't watch the OVA in between, you won't actually understand a lot of what's going on in the second season. Um, but yeah, this this anime needs that kind of bit. You can't just ignore it. You can't just say, oh yeah, let's condense it or let's put it in. Because it's going to get really repetitive if you have action scenes all the time. And if you're fighting and if you're having class fights... And it pretty much takes away from the need of a season two because you could pretty much fit season one and season two into one season with all the. And that and that's where thirteen episode length like kind of hurts it. Like if it were longer, then they could have like added everything. Yeah, but like, that's that's like, why they have a season two. Like, because as I said, if they put it as one twenty-four episode anime, then you wouldn't need a season two. And sometimes you need that. You know, especially if you're trying to test the waters w with an anime. You're just trying to test, will people like this? Will people not like this? Um, especially with it being very unique. Um, so I think that's why they did that in that way. It seems to be the case that usually with uh, with uh, Moe art style, Slice of Life usually follows very closely behind. So, I, um, I mean... If you're like if you're looking for a show in which to make a, a what is it? If you're looking to make the show like uh, a purely action-based show, I don't think Bacantes is the right choice. I mean, there like, there would be other animes that would be that, that we could say, okay, you can remove all of this and it would make a perfect X genre anime. But I don't think that would work for Bacantes because it's part of the charm of the, of the show as well. I guess I guess it's just that like I kind of wanted to like see them like destroy all these classes and like move into I'm, these new classes. But that's the thing; they don't even move into and, new like, classes either. Yeah, but then, like I, but like don't get me like other than that, like don't get me wrong. I did enjoy like all those side moments. Like they were very like interesting. Like I like I I I love I love them very much. Like I I watched them all like at once. Like that's just how addicting they were. Like how enjoyable they were. So it's like. It's like it's not something like it's not that I hate the new things. Just that I wish like I just wish they kind of like had had like the more like more action like with the wars and stuff. Um, another gripe I have with this anime is the fact that they're really harsh on certain groups of people. You see what I mean? It's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like they kind of make jokes on certain groups of people. I I think it's unfair. Like um, especially with Kubo and I forgot the lesbian character. They they use them. They only use them as the fact that they're gay Miharu. as a joke. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's like, these characters have no other character development other than the fact that they're gay. And I think that's just dumb. It's like, yeah, these are gay characters, but you shouldn't really necessarily use that as something to create jokes from. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And this anime does this a lot with other things as well. Like, even the, uh, another thing, another gripe, I, I just popped into my mind now. It kind of ruined my train of thought. But you know the guys wearing the hoods in class F? Yes, they're known yes. as the FFF. Oh, triple F. Um, I'm kind of uncomfortable on how they were designed. Uh, because they look like the KKK, but instead of a white, they uh, do. I felt really. Yeah, that's true. You gotta admit, 
the, like despite what, like what they were, they were like, hilarious. They were I, I do, like, I, they, and they're funnier in season two. But it's the, their character design really kind of. I, I felt really uncomfortable with their character design. Like, let's just say that, and the fact that they were, they were, they put, they crucified um, Yoshi and they set him on fire, and that was just like you, these guys are already dressed in such a way. And they're resorting to violence. And then it makes me feel even more uncomfortable. And it's like, they didn't need to do that. Do you see what I mean? Like, yes, I understand they're supposed to be a cult and whatever, but you could have designed them in another way. I think the Japanese aren't aware. Yeah, I just saw them as, like, Reapers. Like, I just saw them as, like, kind of like Reapers. I didn't really think Yeah, but of, then like, they're even games. named as the FFF. Yeah, I guess it was supposed to, like, to, like, not to that. But, like, I didn't to be honest, I wasn't really thinking about Or that. perhaps there's no notion in Japan about the KKK being a racist group or or something similar in their culture. I doubt that because they, they made a lot well, of references and I, that's really what made me uncomfortable. It's just like they should have known. But there's going to be people that are going to watch this and they're going to find it uncomfortable. I think that was beyond the line at that point. Well, there's also like, and I don't know like what happened to us. I don't know. Maybe times were different five years ago. Maybe, Masters. but I think it was unacceptable for that anime. Um, but yeah, despite all of the gripes and grumbles and all the things that were bad and all the things that were good, do you think that you want to see a season two? Does this make you say, oh yeah, I'm going to go right now and go watch a season two? Because I've watched a season two, obviously, this anime made me want to watch a season two. I watched it straight away because it was so amazing. Um, but do you guys think that you want to watch a season two? I kind of do want to watch two right away. I really enjoyed the show, and I really want to watch. I want to watch more because, like, when it ended like that, like I don't want it to end. That's the thing. Um, That's a good thing. Actually, before you watch season two, you have to watch the OVA, or or else you're not going to understand what actually goes on in season two. And another thing is, I, I don't want to say this now. I don't think we will have a season two. At least I'm not going to be suggesting it on Kunai, mainly because the season two very disappointing ending. Because it leads, it leads, it leads on to season three. Yet it's 2015. There is no season three. When did season possibly release? 2010 or 2011 or something? What 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 this show or season Wait, or season two? So it was pretty recent, or maybe it was 2012 at maximum. Uh, 2011, 2011. Uh, because 2011, and the manga's yeah. already finished. Oh, light novel's already finished. That finished. Um, actually, it finished last month, June 26th. Yeah, recently too. So very recently, so they don't, it's, they can't pull on the thing and say, hey, we don't have enough content for a season three. They could easily make this a season three, and I really want to know what happens. And I want to know, do they, do they win? Because you know, season two is very disappointing. It's not the the thing that I want to see. But that's all I'm gonna say. Um, Tyson, why do you want to see a season two? Actually, be actually before that, um, I do, um, I do have one gripe that. You can you can take this as you will, but Hideyoshi made me confused, very very confused. Although I suppose that that's why traps are designed to do to do. But when it, when it came to deciding my best character and my best girl, I mean, whoa, how do it how do it how do I place Hideyoshi in this without sounding weird? It made me. Even the anime kind of talks about this. Hideyoshi is neither male or female. Hideyoshi is just Hideyoshi. So best Hideyoshi. I, uh, best Hideyoshi. <laughs> I, I suppose that's, I could have said that's how the only way you can describe it. I, sub I, I suppose I could, I could say that. So best Hideyoshi is best Hideyoshi. Because yeah, Hideyoshi's been given her, uh, given his uh, own gender group. <laughs> um, 
So I think even the anime understands that people are going to be confused. So that's why I think they've done the whole Hideyoshi joke. Yeah. yeah. So, season two. Why why I want to see a season two? I th I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead with uh, and agree with Joe here because if uh, I felt like I did I didn't want it to stop. I I, I was actually hype at, at that end. It was actually hype. Yeah, it's just, like normally it's hard for me to like like binge a show or like because like it's usually like I need to take a break from like everything that's happening. But like this show, like I couldn't mm -hmm. stop watching. Like I like. From beginning to end. And, and that's another thing. Would you guys recommend it to others? Because this is an anime that I love to recommend to people. I'm like, yeah, you have to watch Buck and Test. It's, I think it's an anime that is kind of eases you in to anime. Like it's not like something I wouldn't recommend Attack on Titan to someone, especially someone that's new to anime. But this is something I can recommend to someone, and like a gateway to anime. That's what I think this is. Yeah, I could. Same I, here. I can do that. Same I here. Do that. There's, there's not really much I can add here. So, um, what is the next episode? Am I supposed to announce the summer special or uh, Nisekoi? Um, Nisekoi. Because I think the summer special is just going to be like, BAM! Summer special. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah just a surprise thing. So, next episode on Get A Light Podcast Kunai. It is time, my people. It is time to begin the holy, the, the holy wife wars. It is time, my people. So, sit up, sit up on your trenches, prepare your guns. And fire at will because we're having this waifu war and it will begin with Nisekoi season one. So because so be ready for that. Pick um, pick up all the all your best girl figurines and everything, and join us next month for Get a oh Light Podcast God. Kunai as Get a Light um, Podcast Kunai does Nisekoi. The thing is, I can as soon as you said that line up all your figurines, I could just imagine just just me around a bunch of. Chitoge like uh, plushies and stuff. I think that's amazing. But anyway, yeah, so Niseko, that should be interesting. What else? What else? So yeah, um, remember guys, if you like this episode, tell us on Twitter. If you didn't like this episode, tell us on Twitter at our new Twitter page, which is at GLAP Kunai. Once again, that is GLAP Kunai. Another thing is you can also talk to us on our personal Twitters. Um, I'll let you guys say your Twitters. Uh, mine is um, Kibo Gamer. Um, K-I-B-O-U I'm um, at Kanai underscore on Twitter. That's K-A-N-A-Y-E underscore. And mine is at the Tempest Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Kevin's not here. And remember, just if you want to do it in all capitals, do that. If you want to do it in not all capitals, do that. It's I'm fine with it. Um, unlike unlike um, Kevin. I want to spin it tons of, um, with tons of love and hate, then yeah. Um, also, so. my Twitter is actually at GetLackPodcast, so you guys know. If you if you hate this episode or you have something bad to say about this episode, send it to the at Tempest Phoenix. Don't send it to Galconai. Send it to the at Tempest Phoenix. Yes. Send your hate to Kevin. Because I'm sure Kevin would love to hear. I want to, I want to see how Kevin will actually agree with that. He'll be like, <laughs> I wasn't even a part of this. And <laughs> And I bet you his reaction will be, well, if you hate this episode, it's probably because I wasn't on it. I think Kevin would say something like that. I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, um, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Remember, tell us your suggestions because we've got like two suggestions so far. Like, oh my God, which is actually quite good. If you guys want to suggest more, remember, you can talk to us on Twitter. If you don't have Twitter and you're really old school, you want to send us an email, you can. Um, just send it to P, which is glap.p, as in P-E-A, 
at gmail.com and she will pass on the suggestion to me. And yeah, see you guys. See you. Do I say it? Joe, you need to say it. Stay sexy. You're saying it as if you're crying. As if we have like a gun to your head. (laughs) Say it, Joe. No, no, say it more naturally. Say it more naturally. No, I like that. Stay sexy. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you lovely ladies talking about? We're talking about Nature Valley and Snickers. Oh, I, uh, you can't, it, what happened was it kind of went into like robot it moan. And I, I thought you guys, you can say, oh, we're talking about men and Snickers. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Snickers and men, that kind of sounds kinky. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do. Dude, I understand you like Naoto, but dude, I have opinions. No, it's because Naoto is best girl. Tyson, you admit you admitted GA was best girl. Although I am no, taking it, a liking no, toward it, Naruto. No, bish, 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 that never happened. It did. That it never was happened. on the Christmas episode, Tyson. You acknowledged it. No, Tyson. and I said that that never happened. How do you not? How do you not like the meat waifu? That sounds wrong when you say it, Joe. <laughs> it's wrong when you mention that it's wrong. Because it, because the thing is, is GA does GA mean meat as in steak? You're. Or does she mean another type of meat? Your mind, your e- mind is either one's alright. Mind is in the gutter. My mind is is not even in the gutter anymore. It's in the sewers at this moment <laughs> in time. Wow, what a nonchalant admission. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna lie about it. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, like not hair clippers. What do they call them? Uh, shears. You know the things that you you clip your your bushes with oh that sounds so wrong but you, garden chairs basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. um they were really rusty and i took it apart and it looked really sick as like a weapon i was like yeah but i didn't use it as a weapon i just used it as garden chairs so i was sharpening them and i was de-rusting them and bear in mind i live in front of two schools so people are looking at me sharpening what looks to be massive machetes because uh, these are massive shears and i had to take them apart and you know people were going away from me and i was like yeah this is my life. Oh, so Joe is the one that introduces the show. No, I'm the one that's introducing the show because this is my suggestion. I am kind of nervous. Why? Because I don't know. Because I don't know how you're gonna introduce this if we're gonna keep some sort of continuity. What do you mean? I'm not. I'm not gonna say welcome to summer because you know we, you've already said that for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll do that again if you want. I'm like welcome to summer. I, I, I make. I make. I, say welcome to fall just to spite you when when it's fall kevin i miss him so much oh my god i try, i was Aww. gonna i was gonna i miss him oh he's and and then he fucked me over he was like oh i was like oh so how's life without your senpai and he was like oh, it's pretty much the same fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you man i i felt re- i was like oh man i thought he's like oh man i miss you bitch and i was like yes and then no it's pretty much the same like Kevin, I hope you were joking, because if you weren't, to quote Donald Trump, you're fired. Um, Hello? Guys, guys, Tyson, Tyson!